Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 19 from Delving into Islam Q&A. This is your host Wael and it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. Now, speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam uh, at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Also, if you want to learn about the uh, you know the release dates of the upcoming episodes, the you know when, whenever we go on a break or the episode titles, then follow me on Instagram at Delving Into Islam Podcast. Again, Delving Into Islam Podcast for all the upcoming announcements. Now, Delving Into Islam Q&A is a shorter version of you know our regular podcast. Uh, and uh, in it, I answer your uh, you know direct questions. And today's question comes to us from Brother Zahid. Brother Zahid, thank you so much for your question. And brother Zahid has a. Uh, he, first of all, he uh, I made an episode a while ago uh, about the interfaith marriage from you know an Islamic perspective. And brother Zahid had a you know a disagreement that uh, I said uh, I believe I said in one of the, the 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 you know the segments of the episode or you know at a certain point that a woman should be closer to her religion. You know, if, if the woman is Christian, for example, right, if she's a, a, from the people of the book and she's married to a Muslim man, then she should be, you know, closer to her religion, practice her religion more. And, uh, you know, according to Brother Zahid, he, he found that this was kind of um, uh, contradicting because it, what, if, what if she's, uh, you know, her church is teaching her that you know Islam is not a good religion then that would be very contradicting how is she going to be respectful to her husband and at the same time be religious in her own religion right uh, so that is one point and then and uh, after that brother Zahid told me about a, a real life situation that one of his friends is you know facing uh, and we'll talk about that as well so let me answer the first thing so first of all again thank you so much uh, brother Zahid for your uh, question. Uh, now, when I believe, and I, again, I did not go back and listen to the full episode, but I believe that I made a very critical point in terms of requirements um, when a Muslim man is trying to marry a woman from the people of the book, that she must not have any problem with Islam. And that that simply nullifies this whole contradiction. So it's it's a critical Again, if you are a Muslim who wants to marry a non-Muslim, in you know, uh, from of course the woman has to be from the people of the book, meaning she has to be either Christian or Jewish. You cannot marry someone who is, uh, you know, neither. Uh, and of course, it's it's and we talked about this. It's strongly recommended that she, you know, would be Muslim. However, if let's say this happened. Number one of the most critical things is that she has to have no problem with Islam. As a matter of fact, she has to agree that the children, this is again another critical condition. She must agree that the children would, otherwise this marriage cannot work because your children as a Muslim man 
will grow up automatically Muslims, right? They take the religion of the father. Now, we believe that every child is born a Muslim until their parents change them. That's that's a fact. You know, the natural instinct, al-fitrah, what, what the Prophet and Allah SWT called it, that every child is born upon the fitrah, upon Islam. They are Muslim by nature, the default status, right? However, when they grow up, their parents change their religion according to their own religion, right? But now you have uh, the the child will have a Muslim father. That means they will brought, be brought up. They will bo- they will be born and brought up as Muslims. That's why it's critical, right, for the parent for the father to be a Muslim. Now, if the woman that you're marrying, who is not who is you know uh, from the people of the book, let's say just a Christian woman, right? If she has a problem with that, that the children will be raised as Muslims, then you that this marriage cannot function it would not work it does not make any sense right if this woman has a problem with you praying five times a day if she has problems with islam period then this marriage cannot work it will never work so that is and i maybe i said it in in passing or i just said i i believe that i said that it's critical for a woman was that she needs to have no problems with islam at all now once this condition, you know, once we find this condition, once this condition is there in that, uh, you know, woman, then we, that, that, that's it. We should not worry about her being religious. Now, when I said that she has to be religious or closer to God, uh, again, like, for example, as a Christian, that means she observes that there is a God, fears God, right? Now, we know she has a, a different version of God, yes, but... She fears God. She is conscious of God, right? She is chastised. She is not someone who, you know, does things that... Because, again, let's let's face it. Most of Christians today are not actually Christians, right? They make fun of, you know, the concept of God. When we discuss this, they make fun of the concepts of the angels, of, of the unseen, of destiny. They, they just, they're Christian by name. Right now, we're talking about a practicing Christian. Like I said, pra- practicing Christian does not mean that she has a problem with Islam. Because if she has a problem with Islam, if she has a problem that her children are grow are be will be grow you know growing up as Muslims, then that defeats the purpose. She can't. You can't marry her as a Muslim man. You cannot marry that woman. Now, so that is that. So, uh, inshallah, I hope that was enough of a clarification. Now, moving on to the second part of the question, which is, uh, uh, now he has a friend who is married to a non-Muslim. Uh, I, I believe she's Christian, and uh, problems are already taking place because she has a problem with Islam uh, from you know uh, what Zah had told me. She does not want the children to grow up as practicing Muslims. Uh, you know, when he tries, when the father tries to teach them uh, Quran and all these things, uh, she again is opposing that. When he tries to educate them about Islam at home, she opposes that and all these things. And again, that goes back to the first, you know, uh, question, which is she cannot have any problems with Islam. It, does, it doesn't work. It will never work. If she has, if she has any problems with Islam, it will never work. Right, so when you're choosing now, it's too late for brother who uh, you know who married that uh, woman. But we're talking about in general, you cannot do that. You cannot marry someone that you can see that she has a clear problem, or not even like if she has signs, 
She's so she's showing signs that she has problems with Islam. That yeah, that can't work. That not, that cannot work because your children must be raised in a healthy environment. The mom or the mother must know enough about Islam that she should encourage her children to become and you know be raised as Muslims. If the mother has a problem with that, then yeah, that that's 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 simply unacceptable. And you cannot. And I understand. Wallahi, I understand. Some people they um, you know see, uh, especially in the West, they see uh, women who are non-Muslims who could be Christians and they may be chastised and everything, and they just fall in love. And I get that concept. I understand. However, and I keep saying this to every single person who did not get married yet. When you are choosing a spouse, whether, by the way, I'm talking to the sisters and I'm talking to the brothers right now. Whenever you're choosing a spouse, you're choosing a parent for your future child. Pick carefully. I understand that we could be driven by emotion. I understand that, you know, oh, I love him so much. Oh, I love her so much. Oh, I can't imagine my life without her. Oh, I cannot imagine my life without him. This is all dandy and beautiful and great until you have a family together. These emotions won't help you. Because first of all, before kids, when you have, you know, hard times, and you will be faced with calamities as a family, by the way. You will. That's part of life, remember? And when you face issues and problems and hurdles and all types of hardships, if it's all was based on, oh, I like him so much, oh, I like her so much, that won't cut it. That, that, that's not going to save your family. And I'm talking about even before children. Now, when the children come, that's another issue because if you chose, for example, I'm going to give you an example. If a brother chose someone who is attractive physically, but she has no, and I'm talking about if he chose a Muslim or a non-Muslim or a, uh, a woman from the people of the book. It goes for both, by the way, Muslim or non-Muslim. He chose a wife. He chose someone to marry. And she just was, you know, she looked good. She looked attractive. She's funny. She has a very charming personality. So all things that we can, you know, choose our spouses based on. Again, males and females. However, if that's the only quality and everything else is, you know, non-existent, like, for example, religion, uh, respect for Islam, then guess what? You're going to struggle with that in the future. That woman will be the mother of your children. And she will affect the choices of your children when it comes to Islam. Same thing for our sisters. When you marry a guy because he looks handsome or because he has money or because he does this. or Again, all the physical, outside, worldly stuff that we choose our spouses for. And Later on, he becomes a father of your children and he does not pray five times a day. He does not for, you know, uh, forbid evil and he does not encourage good like a Muslim should do. He does not care about reading Quran. He does not care about you know, uh, uh, maintaining halal and haram relationships and you know, keep everything at bay. Like for example, haram relationships, should not engage, you know, we should not engage in. Halal relationships are fine. All these things, all these little characteristics, all these little you know, uh, akhlaq, yeah, features in a, in a human being. If your husband or your wife are lacking those things, how are you going to pass those morals? the good morals to your children because your spouse, their parent, does not 
have those morals, does not have those standards. You just married them for their looks. You married them for their money. You married them for their charm. You married them for their, you know, their being really funny. That's it? That is it? Do you guys understand? This goes for Muslims and non-Muslims. If, if uh, Of course, women, um, our sisters cannot marry non-Muslims, period. But I'm talking about for the men. If you're married to a non-Muslim, a, a sister from the people of the book, right? A sister in humanity, we call her, right? Uh, and you married her just because she was funny or charming or all these things. Then you're making a big mistake. You're making a huge mistake, by the way. That woman will be the mother of your children. If she, and if she does not have the morals you want, the standards you want, the appreciation of Islam that you want, then you are going to be in a, in, in a big trouble. In a big trouble. Getting out of it will cost you a lot. If you could ever even get out of it. Your choice for a spouse is critical for Again, for Muslims and non-Muslims, for women and for men. It's critical. You're choosing not just a life partner, you're choosing a parent for your future child. Choose carefully. Choose carefully. And that goes when a Muslim man marries a non-Muslim woman from the people of the book like i said again any other woman like if if a muslim a muslim cannot marry a buddhist cannot marry a hindu this she's not your wife in the sight of allah this marriage is haram 100% you understand now if you're marrying one from the someone from the people of the book and you didn't care if she liked Islam or not. You didn't care if she has respect for Islam or not. You didn't care if she has respect for you, if she's chastised, if she is, you know, closer to God, all these things. If you didn't care about any of this, yeah, you have nobody to blame but yourself. No one to blame but yourself. Because you chose based on your desires. You chose based on you were selfish. And yes, you were selfish because you did not think about your future children. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, for someone who is, and, and again, let me let me tell you this. This is very interesting. Uh, and I mentioned this, uh, I believe, at the end of the episode. That was something that I mentioned. And I didn't elaborate on a lot. But there is a, a big and a very popular fatwa, a popular ruling by Ibn Abbas. This is the opinion of Ibn Abbas himself uh, and Ibn Al-Qayyim. Both Ibn Abbas and Ibn Al-Qayyim. And that ruling or that opinion is a Muslim man cannot marry a non-Muslim woman, period, in a Western land, in a non-Muslim land. Again, the opinion of Ibn Abbas and Ibn Al-Qayyim is that a Muslim man is not allowed to marry a non-Muslim woman, period, any type of non-Muslim, even if she was from the people of the book, in a non-Muslim country. 
you are uh, so basically they're saying that a Muslim man is allowed to marry uh, a woman from the people of the book only in a Muslim country. If you're not in a Muslim country, then you're not allowed to as a Muslim man. Period. You have to marry only a Muslim woman. And I'll be honest with you, I strongly agree with this opinion. I strongly agree with this opinion. And let me tell you why. First of all, if a Muslim man marries, and by the way, I'm what I'm about to tell you, and I'm going to give you example, life examples of people that I know myself. Uh, a Muslim man marrying a non-Muslim woman in a Western, let's say a Western, or just a non-Muslim country, period, right? They're loving each other. It's a beautiful relationship. But all relationships could, you know, have some problems, right? And many people get divorced. Okay. So he married a non-Muslim woman, let's say a Christian woman, for example. They have a child. Now, once they have a child, things happened. Like, for example, our listener, Zahid, telling us about one of his friends. Now, we're talking about a, a country that is a Western country, a non-Muslim country. The father has no authority. He will be struggling. He's going to try his best, but guess what? You're a non-Muslim country. You're in a non-Muslim country, and you have no say. If the mother says, I do not want to force religion upon my children, you'll find a billion supporters of that. And you will be fighting this battle on your own. Almost. It's going to be difficult. Now, let's take the other example, which is, let's say you decided to get divorced. I cannot live with that woman. For any reason, by the way. It does not have to be because of children or raising them upon Islam. For any reason, it's just not working out. Guess what? In a non-Muslim country, the children are not yours anymore. They will be raised by the mother. In the majority of the non-Muslim countries, they will be raised by the mother. Guess what? Your children won't be, they will not be Muslims anymore. And I know example, wallahi, live examples of that. I know someone came, I don't know from which country, but like he was a Muslim, came to the U.S., Married a uh, Christian lady. They had a child. And uh, they got divorced. And now the child is no longer identified as Muslims. Because uh, he uh, lived with his mother for the longest period. Again, he was raised by his mother after the divorce. And his mother was teaching him Islam is not a right, the right religion. I'm going to teach you my religion. And again, that kid could, inshallah, you know, get back to Islam. If he, you know, opens his mind to the truth like everybody else. However, I'm talking about like the something that could have been avoided, right? Uh, and he is not a Muslim anymore. And as a matter of fact, he is torn, uh, that, that child. He's torn between Islam and being a Christian. And he does not identify as Muslim. Not because he's identifying as a Christian. Again, he's torn between the, you know, both religions. And yeah, it's, it's, it's. That's the status of the situation as far as I know. I don't know. I haven't talked to him for maybe a year or two. I know another example of a sister who, again, father was Muslim. I mean, is Muslim. Uh, mother, uh, non-Muslim, and got married, got divorced. She no longer identify as Muslim. She's not. She does not identify as Muslim. She doesn't. And there are many more examples, many, many more examples. That's why Ibn al-Qayyim and Ibn Abbas, their opinion was very clear. 
a Muslim man cannot marry a, Mus- uh, a non-Muslim woman, period. Any type of non-Muslim woman in a non-Muslim land. And that's why I strongly agree with this uh, position, with, the, with this opinion. Uh, also, if, if, you, if all the Muslim men, and I know they have these fantasies of marrying, you know, Western girls and all these things. I get it. Some people think like that. But and it's nothing against non-Muslims, by the way. But you have Muslim sisters out there who are looking for husbands, who are struggling to find a decent relationship, a halal relationship with a Muslim man. And you're like, mm, not interested, not interested in, in a Muslim wife. I just want a non-Muslim wife. And then in many cases, you pay the price later because of the law of the land. It's not nothing malice or there's nothing wrong. It's just the law of the land is not in your favor as a father, not even because you're a Muslim. It's just because you are a father, period. The mother most likely, again, there are exceptions, will take uh, custody of the children. And yeah, you can you know say to Islam goodbye. They won't even learn anything about Islam. So that's why I follow this opinion strongly. Uh, and again, nothing against uh, non-Muslim uh, ladies out there. Uh, I'm just saying like this could cause issues. And I mentioned this in the last episode. So anyway, to recap, yes, if you are already married to, uh, again, if you are about to marry someone who, if you don't agree with this opinion and you strongly believe that you should marry a non-Muslim or you, there's someone in your life that you want to marry, go ahead. However, there are consequences and you have to make sure that she respects your religion. She will never oppose the fact that you are teaching your children or you will be you know, uh, raising your children upon Islam. Now, for the brother who already is in the situation, uh, make dua to Allah and be there for your children. Fight for your, your children. These are your children. And it doesn't matter how much the mother opposes it, then I don't think she's a good mother with all due respect. I just think... She and again, she might be a great mother. I'm talking about Islamically. She's not a good mother for Muslim children. That's what I meant. She could be a great mother, uh, you know, uh, in terms of like raising her children, and maybe that's why because she feels like Islam is not right for them. We, it's understandable. However, your children must be raised as Muslims. Just do your best, you know. Do your best in terms of raising. Well, that's what we do with our children, by the way. We do our best to teach them Islam, and then when they grow up. They'll have their own minds, but you have to, again, prevent society from interfering when they say, oh, religion is not important. Oh, religious is this, religious, you know, being religious is that. No, you have to raise your children, protect them, shield them from society. And if the mother is not helping you with that, then may Allah help you. I I can't, you know, give you any advice uh, regarding that because, again, my, my specialty is regarding the islamic rulings in terms of relationships i, I don't know what uh to say may allah make it easy for your friend uh, brother zahid uh, and again thank you so much for listening i hope i clarified uh the misconceptions regarding the last episode or the episode where i you know with the interfaith marriage thank you so much for listening wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh